Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. AD. Yo. Now that's how you close out the season at the field of jeans with a dub. No somber goodbyes. <laughs> We're going to bigger and better. We got another big games to play. I keep trying to tell you, don't worry about it. They are just in the way. Relax. Don't worry. Be happy. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show. Niners headed to the NFC title game for the third time in four years. Let that sink in. Uh, we'll break that one down for you. Knocking off the Cowboys 19 to 12 inside the field of jeans last game there of this season uh and they ended on a high note on a win everybody inside the field of jeans excited and of course my man was there so he can tell you all about it from, from how it was inside the stadium there on sunday night uh we'll give you our game balls we'll break this one down uh, as always if you want to uh, get involved in the show you can hit us up on social media i'm at our haylock on twitter he is at underscore eric davis underscore and on Instagram, I'm Matt Watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25. Uh, feel free to download, subscribe, rate, and review uh, wherever you get your podcast from. If there's a like or follow button, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Give us a like on YouTube as well. That's Believe in 49ers, B L E A V. And as always, we are brought to you by the fine folks at Bet Online. Look, we're getting to NFC. AFC Conference Championship season in the NFL. Uh, you got the Australian Open going on right now. You got a little hockey going on right now. Uh, NASCAR is right around the corner. Uh, college basketball is in full swing. And the NBA as well. You got the trade deadline coming up. Whatever you want, our friends over at Bet Online have you covered. So just head on over to the website, betonline.ag, to receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure you use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. He is Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock, ED. So, game balls. It's game ball time. I'm, I'm going a little bit out the box. When okay, my, let me hear it. Let you, me hear it. You know, I'm going first. You give me yes. the honors. Yeah, you, you got I'm, it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Samson Echobomb. I'm going to give him a game ball. Uh, he had okay. the block PAT and one of the most crucial drives of the game. It, it seemed like Dak had been a little bit elusive for, for the majority of the game. Uh, couldn't really quite get get, get your hands on him. Uh, one of the biggest drives of the game, Ekubom comes up with the sack of Dak. Uh, that was huge uh, late in that one. So you give him the block PAT. Uh, you give him the sack on Dak. Uh, and so I, that's that's who my game ball goes to. What say okay. you, Ed? Okay, Mel, I'm going even even further out of the box than you. Okay, there are a lot of guys that made plays. Those some big time plays, right? Um, that show up in the stat sheet. Um, one that won't even show up in the stat sheet for this player that I think that could have possibly been the biggest play of the game. Um, first deep ball of the game, Ayuk has to become a DB and knock down a ball that could have potentially e easily had been an interception. Mm -hmm. um, Purdy came out. He's trying to make a play. We like that about him, but he threw one up for grabs. If you get that interception at the very beginning, 
What does that do for the confidence of the Dallas Cowboys? What does that do for the confidence of the coaching staff, the play calling, um, and actually Purdy himself in that situation? It turned into a long foul ball because I just knocked it down. He became the defender, didn't allow that play to happen. And I think that's a that's quite as it kept. It wasn't talked about. You move on. It's second down or third down or whatever. He made plays throughout the game. But I think that may have been his biggest play of the entire game because he allowed them to not lose any type of emotion and momentum that was in that field. Like you said, I was there. Everybody was waiting for something to erupt on, and Dallas could feel that as well. And I think that would have taken a lot of energy out of the building if that play had been made by Dallas. So B.A. from mm-hmm. playing D.B. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. I, I, uh, on, I, on a C.B. On, on a C.B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got our mm-hmm. alphabets all in a row. We're, <laughs> you get that right, Summer? We're Summer, huh? Uh, <laughs> so – Look, I like it. I like it. Those are our game balls here on the Believe in 49ers podcast here on Believe. He's Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. So, ED. Uh-huh. This How about them Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> that may be the first time I ever said that in my life. Uh, you know, uh, I almost started the pod that way. I, I, uh, I kid you not. I almost man. started the pod that way. I'm, I've been, I'm not. I'm not much of a. I'm, I'm not much of a trash talker, uh, but I, I. I can't lie. I did say it on my IG. I, I gave a quick recap on my IG uh, right after the game, and I, I just. I just couldn't resist. I just couldn't resist. Look, well, I mean, look. Let's just keep it a buck, right? I mean, we go all week. We go all week long. You got to hear this all week, right? And it's. Dallas, we want the smoke, right? We want the smoke. And and it's these what two great playoff rivals and they're colliding. And, and, and from this rivalry was birthed one of the great phrases in sports history. Jimmy Johnson, how about them Cowboys? Yada, yada, yada. Like all week to hear that, right? And and I just couldn't resist uh, at the end of my IG just, just giving a quick recap of this one. And so, hey, there you go. You you, you beat me to it. It got in the show regardless, right? Great. Yeah. We, didn't even, we didn't even plan this. Great minds. Great, yeah. great minds. Uh, so, okay, here we go. So for me, I told you I was confident going into this one. I was, I was, I was, I was really confident going into this one. But whenever I'm really confident – Kind of scares me a little bit, right? Oh, you're not you're not really confident. <laughs> but it, it's not, it's no, it's not. I'm not. It's like, why am I so confident, right? It's like, what what's 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 really going on? So I'm gonna keep it a buck. This game was much closer than I thought it would be. I was expecting anywhere from. I mean, I, I thought it was a, at least a two possession game. 10, mm-hmm. 14 points is kind of where uh, I was. I was kind of where I thought this one probably would be able to land. Uh, you got the Niners playing at home. You got in front of the home crowd, filled with jeans. Mm-hmm. Yada, yada, yada. Uh, this Cowboys team not as not as good as as last year's unit. Um, yeah, they were able to create a little bit of a little bit of pressure. Michael Parsons obviously got off to a great start this season. He, he didn't really his first half, his second half wasn't what his first half of the season was. I no. think we can all agree on that, right? Uh, and so I, I thought. I thought this. I thought the Niners had opportunity for this to be a, a two possession game at home. But then I, I went back to the whole Quinn and Kyle thing, right? I thought that was a very interesting matchup, just to see how how that uh-huh. thing played out. 
uh, ended up being quite the chess match. I mean, this was a defensive struggle nonetheless. But my my gripe, and you know where I land on this. We we we've always talked about this from from a turnover standpoint. I know where you're going. Yeah, he you you come into this game expecting Dak to be Dak. He was. Shout out Diamador, second week in a row with an INT. Holla I at told you he was going to be all right. Holla at Diamond. So he did – he gave you that thing twice Yep. in the first half. Primo field position. And you only got – I don't want to say only because it was huge. The points are important. Yep. So I don't want to say only. I don't want to minimize it. Yeah. No, you can. It's okay. But, but there's a huge difference – Yes. Six on the board yes. versus 14 on the board. Or even well, 10 for that well, match. That's, and right? that's the reason, that's the only reason it wasn't a double digit score because there you go. but but now also understand that you have you you cannot take out of the mix the fact that you got a young quarterback and they're doing it for the first time. And he tries to create things that sometimes aren't there. He misses things sometimes that he doesn't see. I know we all love him because he's winning, but he's a pup. And that's a part of it. That's just a part of it. So that first turnover that they got down there, that should have been, they left four points easily. You left four points. So that's the thing right there. At no point, at no point in this game, did the Cowboys ever have control of the game. Because I'm, if you don't get the, if you don't get beyond two scores of the 49ers, they're just going to keep doing what they're doing because the defense is going to get them back in position to take away one of those anyway. So you, a one score game, especially when you kick a field goal. I mean, I, I had no point were they ever not in control of the game, the way they play football. And this was their type game. And if you want to get into a defensive battle with them, good luck. Your defense is not as good as theirs. And, you know, so and I put out there just like and, and I after the game, I said, just like I called it, I said the Cowboys didn't have a chance to win in this game. And everybody was like, oh, what do you mean? A chance. It was a one point game. It was a chance. I'm like, OK, if you guys want to get into semantics to pacify your conscience and, and forget about the fact that you lost. And I was saying you had no chance of winning and I was correct. That's fine. Whatever you got to do to pacify your conscience. OK, and try to prove me wrong. All I'm saying, I was completely confident that there is no way the Dallas Cowboys could beat the 49ers because they weren't tough enough. Now let's get back to it. What team do you actually think is going to win a football game, a playoff game in today's football, and you can't put two touchdowns up on the board? You can't get past 14 points? Come on now. You, you're not winning any football game with 12 points in today's football. So at what point did you have a chance, Dallas Cowboys? At what point is 12 points going to win a football? You never had a chance, ever. And I knew that. Now, the only thing that was going to keep it close was the 49ers not capitalizing, doing everything that they've been capable of doing, because you've already pointed out another eight points that should have been on the board. It doesn't look so close if you get those two touchdowns. Yeah, you, you see what I'm saying? It's a lot different. It looks. It, it just. It's. It's. It's appearance. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's semantics. You would. Ne- the, the Cowboys were never in this game. They were outclassed. And yes, that it was a. 
very good defense, capable of making plays. They got some playmakers on that defense. You got a young quarterback that that couldn't take advantage of everything. They came up, Quinn knows um, Kyle as far as what he likes to do in situations. And you saw the chess match play out. But they never had, Dallas never had a chance of winning this game. Come on, man. It was so much fun watching the Cowboys just get frustrated and get their heads beaten in. I loved it. And I knew it was going to happen. So it wasn't even trash talk. What did I tell you? What did I tell you a couple of days ago? Sooner or later, you got to kick it off. At a certain point, you got to kick it off. At some point, at some point, you know what? You realize they sold tickets. They got cameras there. People show up. The jets fly overhead. And that, I, what did I tell you? That's the only thing I miss about football. The last, the last few bars of the national anthem. Because when you hear home of the brave, ain't no more talking. You got to kick it off. <laughs> yeah, they, and they, they hold, they hold, they hold, the Niners hold the Cowboys under 300 yards of total offense, right? Uh, Niners just get over the 300 yard mark. Uh, th- I mean, this was a defensive struggle, right? and, and and you you so at a certain point, like so, for me, I, I got to give the Cowboys some credit in the sense that yeah, you got a young quarterback, this that or the other, but I think what they what they were able to do mm-hmm. against this offense, something we it was a throwback of sorts, right? Yeah, it it was a throwback to last season in a sense where. You know, the, or even the, the last few seasons, right? The Niners are going to get into these bare knuckle, ugly type games, right? And they're and mm-hmm. they're going to beat you by a touchdown or by a couple points, or whatever, right? And, and and it may not be pretty, but they're going to get the job done. Now, we had not really seen that since Brock took over, but right? That's who they like, are. like he's been lighting up the scoreboard. But let me say this, though, but that's who they are. Remember, I said this earlier in the year. I was no longer concerned about the Niners because the Niners not only knew uh, not only knew how to win, but they knew how they would win. They knew what type games that they would play in, and they are good enough at it to do just what happened. They can make you play their brand of football. And their brand and their brand of football is physical. I'm gonna beat you up. We can play the ugly game. It just so because that's that's what they were built upon. That's how their team is built. Purdy just happened to come in and be able to extend some plays, make some plays off the dribble um, without a pick, and just do his thing. He he's been able to make some plays, so that added an element to the offense. But what you saw is who the Niners are. And I told you, after they got punched in the face by Atlanta, they looked at themselves like that can never happen again because that's what—that's the core of your team. You Somebody stood toe-to-toe, and they outlasted you. And what have I been saying this entire run? There's nobody tough enough to, stand to keep taking those body blows. And if you want to play that type game with them, and I knew that's what Dallas was going to do because last year, they I, what did I say? They're going to beat Dallas up. What did I say this year before the playoffs when people were tweeting me? You can check the receipts when people were tweeting me talking about Dallas. I said Dallas isn't tough enough to win the game. They were talking about Dallas in the NFC Championship and blah, blah, blah. I said Dallas isn't good enough. They're not tough enough to win a game on the road. I said they will not win a game outside of their home stadium. It's impossible for them because they're built to play in that dome. And and if they don't get home field advantage, they they were going to have problems. And then guess what? They left the dome, 
and they ran into a bully. And I'm so sick of them talking about bullying and all of this crap. Like, goodness gracious. You know, I'm from a town where the bullies bully the bullies and all of this stuff. And damn, how I many, what, what happened? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All Is this talk, man. Is that what they said? Yeah, all this talk. <laughs> All this, man, nobody, they don't have time for all of this nonsense. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. And sooner or later, you got to kick the football off. And I don't know if I told you this on the pod or the pod before or after the pod, but what did I say? When It's when I played. I wasn't a trash talker. And I always, the guys who were talking trash, it never made sense to me. And then you realize after a while, certain guys, certain guys, they say stuff and that's how they write. That's how they play. That's how they motivate themselves. Other guys, they say it because, and I would always ask, who are you trying to convince? Me? Me or yourself? Or you. Yeah. 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 Which which one of us you which one of us are you really speaking to? Because I'm not paying you any attention. And you keep saying it. <laughs> this is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He's Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Niners headed to the NFC Championship game for the third time in the last four years. They knock out the Cowboys 19-12. In the season finale at the Field of Jeans, Niners now headed to Philly for the NFC title game. And and so uh, that's a wrap on, on, on Levi Stadium, that beautiful, beautiful yeah. venue right there behind you, E.D. Now, you were there. You, you yeah. were there. Yeah. And, and, and so here's, here's part of it. And I, and I guess this is what you're saying in a sense, right? Like, how long are you going to be able to take these blows? How long can you go toe-to-toe? Uh, with, with the Niners and take these take these body punches. Mm-hmm. How, how long are you gonna be able to hang in there and do that? In, in a sense, and that, and that's sort of why I called it a throwback, right? Because we've seen these games before. Running game not able, really able to generate much of anything in the first half. Second half, all of a sudden, whether it's a, a, a different back or the same back. In this case, it was Eli. He came in there, uh-huh. and all of a sudden, like, all right, those one two yard gains end up being three four yard gains five yep. six yard gains right now all of a sudden it's like okay you, you start to gash him a little bit and you look up yep. by the time the game is over this team is well over 100 yards rushing where they could barely get past 30 in in, in the first half of my memory so body blows bro body blows and, and it's how, how much can you take those how, how much of those can you withstand and, and i think that's what we saw uh out there on the field on sunday night where and 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 that goes to your point in a sense of this is the way they play, right? And and by the running game being more more effective, the passing game was able to be a little bit more effective. And you start to see some things kind of open up. They were able to find the end zone, right? Purdy was able to make a couple of more plays uh, than he did in the first half. And so, uh, yeah, throwback in a sense. So it's it's this is this team never necessarily lost its identity per se no. with Purdy. No. They're just able to light the lamp a little bit more, so to speak, right? And- agreed, agreed. He he just added a, he added a, a a dimension of athleticism at the quarterback position that adds, that allows them to extend some plays, um, and in some aspect create some plays. But the I, this team is still built the way they are built, and the way they're winning, and the way they know how to win is just that. It's like it's play a bloody, bruising game. Um, if 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 you allow them to get those points over the top and on the long runs and everything, of course they're going to take them. But you think about it, a, a lot of the offense and a lot of the things that are happening, I mean, Christian McCaffrey breaking a long run 
is that outside of your identity? He just the run just happened instead of going for four or five yards, the run went for 45. But it's still your identity. That's what was happening, and that's what we're seeing. So you start to see the points go up, and, you, and it makes you think, like, wait a minute, it's a different brand of ball. Like, no, the bruising was working. <laughs> that's 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 all. That's that's who they are. And when the offense can't score, the defense, they actually still show up every week. Yeah, and the defense was there. They they definitely showed up. And and of course, uh it was needed, right? Because un, you, you left some points out there after yeah. after Dak's interceptions. Now you now you were there, you were in the building, right? What 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 did you see from, from Brock in this one in a sense of I mean, they had him running a little bit. They they yeah. were put, they were putting some pressure on him a little bit. What, what what did you see? What did you see from him just in terms of the way he was able to progress through this game? Because he never really looked rattled to me per se. No, but he no. he was he was under duress. Yeah, he was under duress. He threw some balls that easily could have been intercepted. Um, that that they had opportunities to make plays on that he got away with. That's a part of it. <laughs> you know, that's a part of the game. He's done that. And, you know, I said from day one, he was going to do that. He's, he's you know, all that tight window throws and everything that everybody was loving because it wasn't Jimmy. And, and what did I say? Well, those are going to become interceptions. I'm just letting you know. There's a reason why you don't make that throw um, because the defenders are pretty good on the other side. They get paid. And that's, that's going to happen. Um, I will say this. The way the defense was played by the Dallas Cowboys, I truly believe Purdy was a better option out there than Jimmy would have been because Jimmy wouldn't have been able to move. Jimmy wouldn't have been able to get away from some of the pressure. Jimmy wouldn't have been able to extend some of the plays. Now, I can say Jimmy may not have made some of those mistakes and and thrown some of the balls that could have been intercepted, but Jimmy would have thrown other balls because that's who Jimmy is as well. That he he throws, you know, every game. You know, I used to always say he was going to have that what the hell was that throw. It was always going to happen. Um, but he would also throw some dimes and darts in there as well. But I think the mobility of the quarterback position was needed for this game. Based on the, the speed um, and athleticism of that defensive front. That's the strength of that defense. So um, Purdy, he, he was able to sustain it just like he was in the first half of the previous game. He was able to get beyond what he had done and then just continue to play while allowing the other guys. And you mentioned, you bring in Mitchell, the game starts to change. You start to allow the offensive line to take over. You let the running backs take over. And then what did you say? You sprinkle in a few plays from Purdy, a couple of throws here and there. And and that's what he was able to do to manufacture enough points to win the game. You can always have a game plan right here. You always have a game plan, but the game dictates what needs to be done. You know, okay, that was your plan, but that ain't happening. So now, how how do we play this game and what do you need from me? Some days, and we can go back to Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, a couple years ago, there was a game in New Orleans, and that game, you needed Jimmy to throw for damn near 400 yards. (laughs) <laughs> right if that what that's what dictated that's not Kyle's offense that's not what he wanted but you come in and like we're not going to allow you to run the ball the only way you beat us today is to throw the ball then there we go you saw a little bit of that from Dallas we are going to make you play the game a different way 
how do you adapt? So Purdy adapted and put more points up than them and got himself another playoff win. So I say keep riding with him. So I'm glad you mentioned the first half. Uh, another gripe of mine, obviously, the, the time management, right? The end of the first half, end of, end of, the, end of the second half as well. I'm gonna talk first half originally. It looked to me like this was intentional, right? They just, you know, Purdy drop back, just throw a couple out of bounds just to try to waste some clock so that you can have this field goal going into the locker room at intermission. Now, on the last one, got a little dicey there. <laughs> I don't know. He, he was he's moving around the pocket, thinking about should I scramble? Or was, I'm going to throw it downfield whatsoever. Finally lets it go out of bounds. There's one second left. Yeah, and, and and Kyle let him have it when he came off the field, right? And I don't yeah. know, I don't know what the conversation was. I don't know what Kyle told. I don't know what Kyle said to him, but it certainly looked like Kyle was giving him an earful. He, he covered his mouth with the play sheet, obviously, but it looked like he was he was kind of getting into his young quarterback a little bit, which would be no different than what we heard happen at halftime, right? Purdy said, you know, Kyle kind of kind of got after him a little bit at halftime of the Seattle game, right, of, of the wild super wild card game. Uh, are we are we just talking rookie stuff here, or is this something that needs yeah. to be addressed? This is two weeks in a row now. We we've had some issues at the end of the first half. Well, he well, remember you were talking about like the tremendous throwaway play that he had. Remember that? Remember he, when he, he ro- he's rolling to his left? He rolling yeah. and all that was just an incredible play. No, I incredible. said, what? It was, it was, I it's said, still what? an incredible throw. Well, it was a throwaway. It was an incomplete. I, 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 it was fantastic. I, well, what I what I told you and what did I say at that time? I said. Pretty much every quarterback in the league has thrown the ball away. That's what he did. I said, so he did all of that and threw the ball away. And you were like, but it was incredible. All this stuff. I said, that was self-inflicted. He created that. <laughs> he he created, he he rolled the wrong way and did all of this stuff and, and everything and, and ran into trouble and had to reverse feel and go backwards. And he, he created all of that. All of that wasn't necessary. This is the same thing that's happened in this game. So that, that's a part of it. So, yes, some of that is rookie because he's still trying to create when some, sometimes you got to know. I told you, words of Emma Smith, you got to know when the journey is over and sit your ass down to avoid you know, a catastrophe. That's what he's got to learn sometimes that, okay, it's not there. This isn't the one. Clock management, as you're saying, I I know I just got to get this ball out of bounds. The plate, we're looking for a specific thing. It wasn't there. Now ain't the time to create. That's the young player in him. That's the college player in him that was able to create something out of nothing. You got that won't always be the case in this league, and he's got to learn from that. But you learn from doing. Fortunately, it didn't cost three points. Is is that? Did that appear to you that's what they were trying to do? They were trying to just run some clock for, for goal to come um, in and kick I, the field goal at the well, end? I mean, or do you think they were really looking for something downfield? Well, I think they were looking for you – know, I think they are always looking for something downfield. You're looking for a play to try and make a play. But when it's not there, then you got to, you know, you, you got to be conscious of the clock and the time that you have because you know you're, you're in field goal range. So if you're in field goal range, you may as well try to take a shot. You see what I'm saying? If, if you feel like, okay, our kicker can make it from here, then then there's no reason to play for a field goal. You're, you're already there. So all you have to do now is not screw it up and get out of his range. 
So that's why I think they were looking for something. And I do believe the conversation, I would imagine the conversation had to be about you almost cost us points and you can't do that. And you got to understand, you got to understand the situation. I like what you're doing. I like you trying to make something happen, but you got to see the bigger picture. Which would, would have been huge, right? I mean, you have, that's the difference between it being a tie game at the half and then you having a three-point advantage at the half. Remember, you kicked it off to them coming out of the locker room after yeah. the mission. Uh, and then, I mean, this, obviously, they, they got away with it, but Elijah Mitchell, I mean, you got to stay in bounds, obviously, right? Like, that was that was a huge thing. But, I mean, you're thankful that you got Mike McCarthy on the other end. He's got his clock management issues as well, right? So. Yeah. Um, so I, I, it did, it wasn't as bad as it, as it perhaps it could have been, you know, had, had they handled the clock a little bit better on their end, Dak and company may have had a little bit more time to try to put something together, uh, on, on that, on, on that final drive. But, um, I mean, you gotta, you're Elijah Mitchell. You gotta know, you gotta, you gotta stay in bounds there, right? You get the first down play's not over. You gotta stay in bounds. You can't go out of, go out of bounds in that situation. And if they're going to call a timeout, force them to call a timeout, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. But again, look, who are you talking about? Elijah Mitchell. How many years is that in the league for him? It's year two for him, right? Okay. How how often has he played? So you think about that. How much how, how much time does he have on the field actually playing, being in those moments, being in those situations? And there are things that, yes, you've been told and you've been ta- they've been talked about and you understand them. But when you're until you're in those moments, the thinking process doesn't slow down to where you are calm enough to know like, well, okay, now it's time for me to sit down. The game is still moving fast and you're running, you get the first down, you know, those instincts kick in as opposed to you thinking the game while you're playing it. And that's what happens as you play longer. So you got, so we're talking about two extremely green young, players. Young dudes. So you expect yeah. those mistakes. They're young. It, but I, mean, I, I get that. They're young. But at the same, like it's the whole the whole time and score thing for me, it just, it just befuddles me at times where, I mean, you see it. I mean, the high school level is like, all right, okay, maybe excuse it. But the college level, and it's certainly the pro level, right? You just, you just expect you expect a different level there, right? You expect guys to know time and score a little bit better than, than something, than what the output may be at certain times. And then for Mitchell, I mean, I was, you know, obviously, thank, like I said, thankfully, they had their own issues over there on yeah. the other sideline with, with clock management. And so it didn't. Well, it didn't well you know, this is, right. but this is the thing right now that's really funny. Okay. So you say, okay, you, it's somewhat understandable with the college player, correct? Didn't I hear you say that? Somewhat understandable. It's somewhat understandable. Okay. Somewhat understandable. You do realize that the age in uh, a college player and Mitchell, eh, you see what I'm saying? So why is it, that's what I'm saying. It, 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 you you got to understand just because he's in the league, you can't expect him to see the game the way you see it from the sideline. Because the game is really slow when we're watching it on TV. It's really slow when you're looking at the replay, when fans are looking at it that way. Why didn't he do this? Why didn't he just sit down? Why didn't he think that? It's because he's got a, he's got a, a you know, a 260 pound dude coming at it. Jason, he's got. You know what I'm saying? He's got a guy launching that, himself. That may like, change the game a little bit. I, I, that, <laughs> well, for you for you to sit here and think, okay, well, no, I don't need to keep running to avoid that hit. I should stop, sit down so that the clock keeps running. I got to make you, you, all these type things. So it, it takes you a while to be able to think that in the middle of the play. Because his that's what I'm saying. A, a college player you'll give a pass to. 
But that's what I'm trying to point out. These are Depending, very young a little, players. Uh, somewhat, a little bit. Kind of, but, kind that's of what I'm saying. but yeah. somewhat. So that's what I'm saying. Somewhat a college player, you're saying he should start to get it. I agree that he should have started to gain a better understanding of the game. But when you get in your rookie year, second year, guys that haven't really played a lot, you're still somewhat of a college player. That's why I always say you don't get better until you play. You can't get better on the sideline. I mean, Trey Lance is still a college player. He hasn't played. Yes, so, so I mean, so that's that's everything about him is is his college potential to be a better pro. We you haven't seen him play, so he's got to play. That's what it is. So that's where Purdy is going to still make some of those mistakes because he's still learning this game. So is Mitchell. So that's that's what I'm saying. Things like that don't run me crazy uh, when it doesn't happen. Uh, because, you know, I just been there. The game is faster, man. It's a whole lot faster than when you're watching it from the sidelines. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. He's Super Bowl champion, Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. All right, so Niners and the Eagles. We'll, we'll, get, uh-huh. into, we'll get into it later this week. But you, We don't you, have to talk about them sorry Cowboys anymore. You, you, <laughs> I'm, I'm, that's, that's old. No, the Cowboys, the Cowboys are not sorry. I said it before. The Cowboys are a good team. They, they played an entire season. They played the entire season. They played enough games to where I realized, I, and I knew it, they were a good team. I just said the, the 49ers were a better team. The 49ers are a much better team, and I knew it. That's why I was convinced that they would be, beat them. Um, I wasn't shocked about that. Now, you're frozen on my end. I don't know if I'm frozen on your end. No, I got I got you. I got okay, you. then wonderful. So, so, um, so I, I wasn't worried about that. But now Philly, Philly's a better team. Um Philly was under the radar. It's funny, and people didn't. And we discussed that. People didn't really talk about Philly. You didn't view them that way. Philly, you're the number one seed. You're a good team. There, there's no question. There's no question. I, I so much so that I can say the winner of this team of this game is going to win the Super Bowl. The, the winner of the NFC Championship is going to win the Super Bowl. These, those are the two best teams playing right now. So now we get to see who's the best, the better one, and and. An offensive performance like last week, if you're leaving points on the board, it won't be good enough. You can't you can't expect your defense to hold Philly to 12 points. You can't expect them to, you can't expect them to hold them under two touchdowns. Philly is going to score. So offensively, you have to score and you have to take advantage of the opportunities that your defense will provide you, the opportunities that your special teams will provide. You get a long return. You need to get points out of it. All of these things like that, you have to take advantage of it because you cannot expect your defense to prevent those guys from scoring. It's a good offense. It's a good offense. Um, they understand um, their capabilities. They know how to scheme their guys open, um, and they understand where where the uh, weak spots are in in your defenses, in your in your run fronts, and in your uh, coverages. And they're going to make some plays. So you just got to account for it. The defense is good enough to, to prevent them. They're, they're, I mean, they're not going to go up here and, and do a giant like they did on the Giants. No, that, 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 no, because this defense is just too good. Well, but was, I also, it was, under, it was almost 250 rush yards, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's not going to happen. That's, that right there is not going to happen. And if, if, and if that's Philly's game plan, if, that, if that's their mindset where they think, okay, we're going to do that, then they got, they got problems. But they are going to score, so you got to be prepared to to be able to put some points up. And you and now, 
I feel like Purdy's probably got enough under his belt to where, like, okay, let's go. I like the fact that he's a cold weather quarterback. Um, middle, I, middle of America. He yeah, he played out there. I mean, he's from Arizona, but he played his college ball middle of America, yeah. Iowa State. So he, he's had yes. to deal with some weather. So he's had to deal with some weather. Um, from all indications that I've got from inside the building, he is comfortable playing in weather. Like it doesn't bother him. A wet ball, you know, he's had to play in the cold. These type things, they don't seem to bother him that he can still function. And he's played at, again. I don't have to question whether or not he can win a playoff game. He's done it. The NFC Championship ain't nothing but a playoff game. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. All. I uh, I misspoke there. Two hundred sixty-eight rushing yards. They have more rushing yards than the Giants had total yards. Them being the Eagles on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, you so that that was my first thing, right? M- my first thought was what we saw on that field on Sunday. Is this going to be enough to pack up and take to Philly and be able to get out there with the win? And I don't think so either, right? Like you, you're going to have to you're going to have to do more than what we saw from an offensive standpoint on from what we saw on an offensive standpoint oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Sunday, it's going to take then we it's going to take championship game. it's going to take a lot more than that right you got to take it's going to take it's going to take 27 points it's going to take 24 to 27 points because you you have to assume that Philly is going to get Philly is going to get 21 to 24 points they're they're going to they're they're going to fall they're going to fall somewhere i i would i would think that i, I want to say 17 to 24 points they're going to fall somewhere in there they're going to score three times. So, so, here, so here's where the chess match comes into play, right? Mm-hmm. They they figured at a certain point in this game, on, on in the game on Saturday night, we can just run the ball. Yeah, right? we we can just and we just gonna do that, right? And that's what they did to the tune of two sixty eight. Yeah, and you know they and 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 running the ball obviously it was working, right? But then. You figure, well, how much of that was was really just window dressing? After you figure, you get to a point in that game, you figure out, okay, we can just win this way. We don't need to do anything else. We don't need to unleash Jalen or, or have him try to do anything, right? Apparently, he's still bothered by the shoulder injury. Uh, you know, the reports are coming out. Oh, I'm, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, ne- I'm never going to be a hundred percent this season, which of course mm-hmm. no one is at this time of year, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Because they didn't have to use him. Who knows how effective he is or can be in the passing game? Remember the week before, uh, well, the the Eagles game before, I should say, because they had they had the bye. Remember he didn't have to do too much uh, with his arm either. I believe yeah. it was against the Giants yeah. as well, uh, and, and the Giants didn't play any of their guys. And I think he just kind of was just out there, just you know, getting getting some reps, and they were running the ball a ton. So he had, he has not really had to use his arm since he's been back, mm. and. And, and and we don't know whether that's because there's some there, yeah. there's some deficiencies there, or because you know he just hasn't have to just like like we what we saw you know unfold on that field the other day. So that's going to be that's going to be the huge the huge thing, right? The huge the huge chess match I think coming in here. And then you flip it over to the other side defensively. I mean, they we we talked about this way back when, right? When they when they picked up Sue, right? Like they. This team was getting ready to play the Niners, right? With all the moves and things that they made, right? Yeah. Shoring up yeah. things on the defensive line. Like they mm-hmm. were they were getting ready for this, for this, for this game. 
um, you know, to, to be able to to advance and, and yeah. try to, you know, get to and win a Super Bowl. And so uh, it's, it's going to be interesting, man. I mean, we got oh, yeah. some time here. to. Yeah, to it's going to be a fun game to see. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be a fun game. I, you know, one thing, yeah, we'll get into Philly and all that stuff. But you, you're, of course, you just assume Jalen's healthy. I, I didn't say 100%, but I'm going to assume he's healthy. He wouldn't be under center if he couldn't play, if he couldn't do the job. So since he's under center, then that's it. And I know that's how D'Amico has got to um, attack it. And D'Amico is going to attack him. Hey, I can just tell you right now, he's going to attack him. Guess what? You got a bad wing? I'm going to, guess what? I'm going to yank it. I'm gonna I'm gonna yank it. I'm gonna see if it's if you know if it's spicy, if it's barbecued, if it's fried. I'm gonna see, but I'm gonna check that wing. Yeah, and and I, and I think that's where it gets interesting, right? Because he's so elusive. Like one thing I think Dak could have done, and, and we we saw a work out there on the field on on Sunday night in times was he could have used his legs a little bit more, right? Oh yeah, well Jalen, they're gonna dial him up. They dialed him up the last game. That's why I say his shoulder. I gotta assume it's fine because they're running him. You know, if they're going to call, you know, quarterback, you know, design quarterback run, yeah. he must be fine. Then you must think that it's OK. Now, that doesn't mean that the next lick is not going to take it out, but you can't play to avoid an injury. If you're on the field, you're healthy. That's just, that's just the way it is. If you're on the field, you're, you're that's just, you know, OK, you got a bum ankle or knee. Don't limp. You, you, you get off the field. If you can seriously, that's, if you can't if you can't play. Don't do it because if you get out there and you're showing me that you are injured in some kind of way, guess what? I'm, I'm going to get it. Guys are going to attack that. Well, I so mean, it's can't. like it's like they went after like Seattle went after Debo's uh Debo's Debo's leg the other the, the exactly other day. Um, exactly yeah. guys are now you you know guys are normally not that blatant to try and do things you're going to try to do things within the play you're not going to try to do something dirty to hurt a guy unless you're just that type dude. Um, but most guys in the league aren't that way. But I mean, they're gonna. I mean, they're gonna check your temperature. Believe that. You're always gonna do that. Yeah. On, and on that note, best switch is Tony Pollard. Obviously, it was. It was. Uh, yeah. I, from from one of my one of my relatives in particular. I, I was at. I was at. I was. I tell you, I got a bunch of bunch of cowboy yep. family members. Um, we were all watching the game together. We all got together as a family yesterday. Um, and so. Uh, you know, when, and when Pollard went down from from one of them in particular, it was like this huge, just like, you know, groan, so to speak, right? Just kind of feeling like, you know, that was, you know, obviously that's a key piece for them. And so, oh yeah, now when that happened, I was in the room. I was sitting in the room that went when that went down. I was sitting in the room with um, Big Bosa. So Joey was sitting was next to me. Joe Montana was there. Merton, Garrison, Hurst, Brian Young. Trying to see who else was in there at the at the moment when that happened, and everybody and everybody was kind of like, "Oh, that's not good. They're done." Yeah, because you know it, it was like it was it was more than you know that's not good. He looks that looks bad, yeah. but and then it, but as you say, it was like, "Oh, they're done." Yeah, because yeah. I know that Elliot is not that dude anymore. Yeah. Parler is the one that you got to worry about for yeah. Dallas in the run game. Yeah. And so a uh, uh, speedy recovery for him. Obviously, hey, hate to see him go down. You you know, you want guys being at their best. Um, and so uh, tough situation for them. Uh, he's got free agency coming up too. So, you know, hopefully he gets all that all that situated. Um, but it's the Niners headed to Philly. We got, we got all week to kind of look at this and, and think about Ooh. it and all that. Um, as always, we want to encourage you to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find 
your podcast, if there's a like or a follow button on your particular podcast subscription service, go ahead and hit that like or follow button. Hit us up on social media. I'm at our Haylock. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore on Twitter and on Instagram. I am at Watch Ray Ray. He is at ED25. Third NFC title game in four years. <laughs> How about that? We'll be back later this week to break uh, this whole thing down with Philly. Uh, from a partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast on Believe. We'll see y'all later this week. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.